0: Thank mm-hmm. you. everybody, to the Catholic Homeschool community, another fireside chat that I am very honored to get to host this time. And we're going to be talking all things virtue and character education. My guest today is Monica Speech. And I just wanted to say, number one, The technology today has given the afforded me the ability to finally see Monica face to face because Monica and I both have worked together, known each other, I guess maybe 20 years. (laughs) Um, Really, we have used it, uh, her program in my own homeschool. So I'm really eager to share the beauty, the wonder of what Monica's passion and heart has been. So Monica, I think what I'm going to do is start by reading this uh, bio that you gave me. And we'll start right there, okay? Okay. Monica Speech, who is the author of Pace, and Pace, just for anybody, know is the program for achieving character education. But everybody knows it is Pace. (laughs) Is an education specialist with degrees in Romance languages and education. In addition to homeschooling her children for eleven years, she's taught English as a second language and Spanish to students from kindergarten through college. In more recent years, her publishing and educational work has centered on issues of civic responsibility, volunteerism, and character education. The PACE curriculum is a direct result of her research and ongoing interest in these growing and ever more important fields. And I wanted to share with the audience this beautiful quote, which is a direct quote from Monica. Um, She says, as Aristotle wrote, Good habits formed at youth make all the difference. I cannot think of a more vital task for parents and teachers than to start children off on the right foot by giving them a strong moral foundation. This is the purpose of the PACE program. So welcome, Monica. Thank Thank you for joining us. Great. Good to have you. Thank you, everybody. So let's start right there. I I really, really, I know that this is... um, and ever more present, you know, in today's culture, uh, the importance of character and virtue education, you know? And is there, like, a difference between character and virtue education? Can we kind of get a big picture of, like, why is it important? And just start at the beginning with all of us. What do we mean by character education?
1: Right, Character education is just very basically teaching children moral moral behavior. It's giving them the foundational values, the core values, whatever you want to call them, the virtues, so that they can be good citizens, so they can be good moral people. And through the, it's like giving them a moral compass, which is, you know, the name of one of the books that we use in our program. It, you know, everyone needs guidelines. Everyone needs, you know, when you start when they're little and you start showing them the right way, the moral way, they're going to form habits. And then it be, just becomes second nature. And that's what we want. We we want, and, you know, it's, people say, how can you teach it? Well, that's a really good question because it, it you're not teaching facts. You know, it's not, this isn't math. This isn't teaching Spanish. It's it's concepts, and concepts take a long time to grow, until they become habits. And that's exactly why it's so so incredibly important to start when your children are young, because if you if you can start when they're young, then it just grows and grows and grows. And by the time they're making the really really big decisions that they need to make, it's already been instilled in them. They know. And you know, we want. We want them to be good citizens, you know. And people don't use that expression anymore. People don't say citizens, you know. We don't say citizenship and talk about that, but that's really what it is, right? I mean, even within your own family, Mm -hmm. it's a community. It's a caring community, and it just branches out until you are a good citizen. So that's basically what it is, and it is. it, it, It does encompass the virtues.
0: Yeah, so it's it's like something that's even just related. I can see that like when we talk about our siblings' rivalry, siblings fighting with each other, you know, that's one of those common questions we get in the homeschool community. You know, they're fighting all the time or they're not obeying a parent or they're talking back, you know, so we can see that in the proximate. Um, but I think the what you're drawing upon is saying by doing it in this small environment, we're bringing it out into the world. Right. So, yeah, so let's talk about out into the world, you know, um, why is this so important, especially now? And is this something that you mentioned, people don't say citizen, is it just that we're not talking about character virtues? We're not teaching it?
1: We're not, we're not talking about it anymore, because um, I think, well, like, especially in the schools, and in our culture, people don't want to impose their value system, as they put it. Whereas years ago, we, there was a common common core value system, right? I mean, when you were growing up, you know, it's a cliche, but if you did something, you were playing out in your backyard and you did something wrong, another parent was like, oh, uh, excuse me, come here, you know, and they would correct you because everyone had a very common idea of what was right from what was wrong. Now, teachers, are, they're petrified. They don't want to go near the idea of character. I, I approached a public school years ago and I said, I'd like, you know, I have this program and I, and I said, it's called, um, it, it uses the book of virtues. And the principal said, virtues? No, 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 no. We can't say that word. <laughs> and I'm like, what? No, no, no. We have to say character concepts. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like you're afraid. You know, it's, it's like a fear. So right. it's they don't want to touch the subject because they think, well, I might be saying something that, you know, the parents might disagree with, or I might be bringing too much of my faith-based ideas into this. Um, so that's the beauty of homeschooling is we have total autonomy. We don't have to go to a principal and say, you know, can we teach this? You don't have to go through that. You can just, it's, it's, it's a relaxed atmosphere and it permeates the entire day if done properly. Um, which, you know, we can talk about later. And, um, Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, we don't, when I started this back in the late nineties, um, (laughs) things were, a little dicey. And now it's like, oh my goodness. I I cannot imagine what it's like raising children right now, little children, because how do you keep them from being bombarded by all the things that are happening? And it's everywhere. I mean, I I know you know what I'm talking yeah. about.
0: Yes, yes. And and especially since um, and it's interesting, I know I remember going to a Catholic homeschooling conference when they were in person long ago, right. and um there was a, a priest who talked about at the time when when the book of virtues, and again we'll talk about that, mm-hmm. will Bill Bennett's book came out, and he said, you know, people like to talk more about mm-hmm. values. And he's like, the book of values is like the Sears catalog, which again, Sears done is, doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but oh, the point okay. is, values have a very different, totally different understanding than virtues. So, Monica, let's talk about a little bit, so our Catholic understanding about virtues. So mm-hmm. that is distinctly, you know, different. Is it different? And how do we bring our Catholicism, our understanding of those the virtues, and how we are called to holiness, how the Holy Spirit helps infuse that into our right. lives.
1: Well, it's interesting. So I just put a, a blog post up last night on my website, and it was, it's called, uh, I think it's called Practicing Virtues Through Lent. Mm-hmm. And so I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. And it, 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 you know, you can tie each of the virtues into what we are called to do during Lent, which is our Catholic faith. You know so our practicing on Catholic faith so you think about almsgiving, that's compassion right um right. fasting that's self-discipline uh honesty that's having pure conversations with God and not being afraid to to, to speak with him with total honesty going to confession more um again compassion study uh, meditating on the passion
0: right. of
1: Christ so we already have it built How about, in- How about perseverance? Just get (laughs) through I know. I always think, I remember when I was a kid, 40 days. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, 40 days, days is really fast. Exactly. exactly. Um, But yeah, so I mean, we already have so much to begin with as Catholics. We get it. You know, we understand it and we want it for our children. Um, So being a Catholic is all part of of imitating Christ. And that's what being a virtuous person is. Yes. Um, So I tell people that You know, it's it's just part of who we are. But we are now in these days really being um, the culture is being overtaken by people who don't share our values and aren't that interested in virtue.
0: Right. Or it's a slippery, you know, that slippery slope saying it's all relative. There's no central truth. And therefore, you know, your truth is fine for you and for me, but we know that truth is in the person of Jesus Christ. (laughs) So one of the things you touched upon is, is, uh, I'd like to explore a little bit more, is that, okay, so now we have our family, we can practice them, we can learn the virtues, but it's like one thing to just have this laundry list of virtues. I think the beauty of what you're talking about, and we're going to break this down for families, is the idea of you in your program going through literature the bible the saints why why use that as teaching methods and and how does that work yeah
1: right to make it multi-sensory because that's how kids learn best you know basically um people ask i'm i'm a complete literature fanatic but i come by it honestly my dad was a reading specialist then he worked for mcgraw hill i grew up literally with books surrounding me. <laughs> my sisters are both English majors. My son was, we're really book people. And so literature was always going to be, uh, a big, I mean, the way, and I guess we'll talk about it eventually about how I developed Pace, but it had a lot to do with my love of literature because it's relatable. Mm-hmm. That, that's how people learn. And I know that You can talk to your kids and you should talk to your kids about, about, you know, being good people and behaving and and all the virtuous things. But when they read it and then they discuss it, you know, story really, really, really penetrates who we are. We love it. And kids, I mean, what do kids love when they're little? They love to be read stories. Right. And they love to see how other people, because they're always imitating and they're always watching. What does that person do? Oh, that person got in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. I'm not going to do what that person did. It's all <laughs> imitative. So I basically, um, and I have a teaching background. So, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I am a teacher by trade. So, of course, I was going to integrate as many possible things as I could. And I was also, I taught English as a, a second language, mm-hmm. which is a little bit of being a grammarian, an actress, and and a literature teacher, all put in one, because you're, there's so, you have to do so much Immersion. visual. And, and yeah, you, you have, there's a lot of action going on in an ESL classroom, and um, and then also I taught Spanish, and you know a lot of times to students who didn't really want to learn Spanish. So there's a lot, you know. So you have to you have to draw in a lot of different areas of yourself. Um, so that's why there's so many parts of it. But also we know that um, it's very important to read, and it's very important to define what we're talking about. But it's also extremely important to discuss it. And that's why discussion is such. And in fact, in the intro of the manual, I always write, please do not ignore this part. You know, I really it's very important after you've been talking about the virtue for a month or however long. And you've been reading these stories and talk, because when you hear what the kids are saying, that's when you really find out, do they really understand this? So it's so, almost
0: like a jumping off point, too, almost as prompts, because as you said, it's really right. difficult to just say, OK, you can see that the kids, let's say, are fighting with each other or somebody wasn't being honest about something. And it's just saying, you know, instead of just drilling, you should be an honest person. You have the right. glorious opportunity through these stories to then talk about, but then you can, instead of pointing fingers and all, although, you know, <laughs> actions have consequences, <laughs> it is important to kind of just jump off with questions. Well, what did you learn from that story? So, so yeah, let's talk about kind of how does it work? How does, let's, let's get now into some of those specifics because um, it is important. You know that it works. Uh, you know that this is a method Um how like I know that you mentioned you, there's like two approaches you can take to it basically. So well oh, yeah, there's several. I tried to make,
1: yeah, I tried to make it as flexible as possible because I, okay. um, I when I homeschooled, I did different things all the time. I was always trying to do different things, so I didn't buy a set curriculum, um, which was a lot more work, uh, <laughs> you know. In all honesty, but I enjoyed that. But I do like to be flexible because my husband was in the was in the military and we traveled a lot with the kids. Mm-hmm. And so we had to be flexible. So I, that was just something I really wanted to do. Um, I recommend. I think the easiest way to do it is there are ten virtues, basically ten months of the school year if you go September through June, um, right. and you you tackle one virtue a month. Um, I I give a suggestion of which ones to go first because I think the the very foundation is self discipline. I think you know right. So the school year of self discipline. <laughs> yes. You're you're off to a good start. Um, <laughs> And then and then so little by so each each virtue is defined to begin with. Um we have quotes, I think about 10 or 12 quotes that that help exemplify what the virtue is. Then we start with the, the stories from um, so I have my book of virtues right here. Mm-hmm. Great home. And I always I always mean to tell people that, you know, sometimes they're like, oh my gosh, that's a big book, you know, I saw it and and I, you know, it's kind of expensive and I, these books are so popular now that you can get them for yes. like five dollars at a used bookstore. In fact, every time I go to a used bookstore, yes, I buy. if I see them, I buy them because I give them to people. I'm constantly handing them out because they're just phenomenal books. You know, I mean, it's right. Just,
0: right. You are so. right. I've seen them used. I've passed them on to my my uh, you know married children. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what about? There's also other versions of that book. Not to get too distracted, but no. I know there's like um, the American history ones. Is there any particular one that's a favorite of yours?
1: Or- yeah. Well, but you you need to use the one um, this one because that is the page numbers that that correspond to the manual and the uh, and the workbook. So there is this a children's book of virtues, which is a lot smaller and thinner. And, You know, if you want to just use that to read to your kids, absolutely. But to use my Curriculum, you do need that, and then the other book is. These are heavy. <laughs> the Moral Compass. Yes. Yes. Um, which is uh, they're they're a little more advanced. You know, usually you're you're reading those and more in the upper grades. So um, I read. Are kids
0: reading them themselves, or is this something you're reading aloud?
1: Uh, in the early grades, we're reading aloud, and I actually I we always read them aloud, almost always. Um, I mean, it was just easier. And I like—I lo- just love to read aloud. I still read a lot. I still force my Yeah, listen yes. to it.
0: <laughs> no, that's so true, Monica. I think people, once they, they stop reading aloud, once their kids can read to themselves, and I'm like, oh my goodness, no, there's so much benefits. That could be another talk we do, fireside chat. But read aloud never really should stop ever, even as young adults or adults. Right, right. So- I mean, those yeah. Are, so you are, mentioned ages. What ages is this really designed for?
1: All right. So PACE is designed for kindergarten through sixth grade. Okay. And so what I do in the, in the uh, manual is I go through see, manual. So I recommend, let me see if I can, mm-hmm. So for example, is this going to show up backwards or is it going to be um, yeah, it's
0: showing up fine?
1: Okay. So like for kindergarten, I recommend in the book of virtues, I have two stories Mm-hmm. So you would start, you know, reading the first one. And again, you um there are also workbooks that go along with it. So if you have the workbooks, then it's all very organized for you, you know, four weeks, five days a week. If you don't have the workbooks, then you just choose, you know. So ahead of time, the, the, the parent just looks down and says, okay, you know, on Monday, um, we're going to read a couple of the, the quotes. Um, some people like to print them out.
0: Yeah, uh, we, their- we used to put them on index cards, and they would be mounted in our schoolroom, which was our dining room. So they became oh, the quotes for the week. Yes, yeah. Oh,
1: I love it. I love <laughs> hearing what people do. Or with- I would
0: make it handwriting
1: practice for the uh, week. It's a great well. idea too. Some people will um, print them out on their computers, and then have the kid the kids will color them in.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, we'll
1: have them memorize them. Uh, I I am a real quote person. I I don't know why, but when I was about. 12 or 14 or something. I just started collecting quotes. I had like a, one of my dad, my dad had like an old journal. And I just started every time I'd read something, oh, that's great. So when I, you know, and I like to, I like to tell people that I really want to impress now, this is very impressive. I wrote the original edition of Pace without benefit of the internet. Yay! <laughs> Amazing. So you can take that any way you want. I'm old, a, and also b. Um, it was just. I mean, you know, I even remember a couple of years ago, my daughter turned. She's like, I just realized something. You did all Correct. this research at the library. Is that why you went to the library constantly? I was like, that was one of the reasons. Correct. Um, so yeah. So. Uh, no, I'm off the track, but getting,
0: but getting back to, so, so basically you have the 10 virtues with each virtue, you start out with quotes. Okay. And so these are quotes that are meant to inspire and can be inspire and and help to reinforce Because the whole idea of
1: teaching character education. And what I tell people all the time is, um, it's not, you're not teaching facts, you're teaching concepts. Yes, exactly. It has to be reinforced so that it it eventually become a habit. The right. only way to reinforce it is just it's just constant. I mean, it's just over and over again. And again, this is why it works so beautifully in a homeschool environment, because, right. as you know, I'm, I'm sure in your family you did the same thing. You know, my husband worked. I stayed home with the kids. Whatever we were studying, that was a discussion at dinner in the car going to soccer practice on a vacation. Right. And I would be and it was great because the kids, you know, they didn't know I was manipulating them in this way. Whereas like the grandparents, <laughs> be like, oh, don't you, you know, Nona about um, the story we read this morning. And then, you know, do you have you know, what did that teach us? And then, you know, Nona, do you have a story about that? And it was just it's so natural. It's just so right. it works beautifully. And then dad comes home and you start talking and he'll say, well, you know, something happened at work. Or this reminds me of when I was in high school and I was playing football, or whatever. And so it's just so it's so organic; it's just really natural. Yeah. And so the, the quotes kind of start you off, then we define it. I give adjectives, I give synonyms and antonyms. I also repeat this quite a lot. Um, it's just as important to tell them what a virtue is, is and what virtue isn't.
0: Yes, yes. I was going to say we always did that too, and that seemed to really get the kids' interest. Oh. That's not what it is. And I really, really seem to make it more concrete for right. kids to understand. Right.
1: And then I also have, you know, like the adjectives and stuff. So then, then you start with uh, reading the stories. And oh, I yes. have the Book of Virtues and the Moral Compass. And the stories are, I mean.
0: Are they classic it, stories? So if people aren't familiar with the Book of Virtues, okay. Right. These are all classical stories, correct? Right. And it's just all, all
1: arranged for us. In this beautiful tome, you know, it's just all there. It's poetry. It's speeches. It's about athletes. It's about historic p- people. It's a, it's fairy tales. It's Aesop. All these different things that, frankly, I don't know where our kids would would ever read this. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? I right, right, I know, right, I know some curricula, some homeschool curricula they do they do touch on that? Um, my friends who had kids in the public schools.
0: <laughs> okay. Right. So kidding. they weren't being exposed. And I think that yeah. was the, the core of Bill Bennett's, you know, purpose of doing this was to bring all of that to the forefront once again. Right. The the, the great stories.
1: Yeah. And yeah and the stories, you, you really can't improve upon them. And um
0: so now you also, Monica, bring in the Bible and saints. So I know that you had a Christian version, but the Catholic version is, and so how how are those brought into so each other? So the Catholic election? version has Mary and the Saints. So there's just a meditation uh, on Mary. And then, um,
1: again, I loved it, and the kids love this, because it's, it's, so for example, in the very first, um, the first virtue we study is self-discipline. So I have a list of saints who are disciplined, and then I have a a list of saints who struggle with self-discipline, and the kids love that. They love the idea that, hey, wait, this person became a saint, Right. they had problems problems with this, and I kind of try to, um, you know, because I... I don't want to badmouth any of the saints. So I try to say, okay, St. <laughs> he had a little issue with anger. Uh, St. Francis de Sales had a bad temper. St. Teresa of Avila had, was distracted in prayer. Uh, St. Augustine, self-indulgence, yes. absent-mindedness, laziness. So, um, and then I, I have a quote from one of the saints and um, many times there's something maybe I, I like to see a little bit of memorization, you know, if if mm-hmm. parents are open to that. I, I I've always been a big fan of that. Um, then comes the part that I had the most fun researching, <laughs> which is the books. Yes, the books. It just gave me an excuse to go to the library and take out piles of children's books and read them, which, like, how fun is that? You
0: know, yes, yes. So you've kind of done the work for us. Instead of I gleaning know. through piles of stuff, you right. really actually picked the gems. Yeah,
1: and I, I really love... Um, and, yeah, answer. that's just...
0: They are by age, and and so... One of the things I can think about this, too, um, before we get into the, the rest, because I know there's the other action parts of it. Um, how does somebody really fit that into their day? OK, you know what I'm saying? And it seems like it's oh, gosh, it's just one more thing I have to layer into my curriculum. What is your suggestion? You know, because this is so central, so important. And as you said, so natural and organic. What do you recommend?
1: Yeah. So what I what I. I, and I say this in my introduction. I, it's quite a long introduction. Sometimes I think, oh, they are going to just look at this and say, oh no. But I try to give. I'm just. I'm a very thorough person, um, so <laughs> I, I go a little <laughs> overboard. I know that. I mean, this is this is a lot of material, so you can you can tell that I am. Um, there is organization does help, uh, nice. even though it's so much of this is done for you, especially with the workbooks. But. I would suggest before the month starts that you're going to tackle whatever virtue it is that you're going to start studying. Um, you look ahead and you put some books on hold or go to the library and take them out that you know that you're, you're you want your children to read or that are recommended in the workbooks. Um, and then I mean, that's really if you're going to have the books, you're going to have the book of virtues in the moral compass anyway. Yeah, uh, you you have a Bible in your house. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Everyone has a Bible in your yes. house. Yes. Um, the saints. I, I kind of rely on either people. A lot of people have saint books. You know, the whole collection of the saints. Um, there's so many saints listed. I'm sure you can find several. Or you can you can use uh, loyal and was loyal press and some of the online. Yes. So that so really I mean the, yes you, you can you use your computer the the what you have to organize the best is definitely the, the book selection. Cause you have to have, you know, I'm not su- suggesting that people buy these books at all. Just definitely right, go right. the library. And uh, that's really, I would say that's the part that t- probably takes the most time for the parents. Okay. Aside from that, like I said, everything I, and I did all the, all the research yeah. and the, and the legwork.
0: So if you're doing this once a month, this is your theme for the month. You really literally have like a planning time once a month. Right. And, you know, Monica, when I did it with my children, because of whatever curriculum or the dynamics, you know, sometimes I have seven children. My big heyday was when I was doing all seven kindergarten to 12th grade. <laughs> uh, there's just so many hours in the day. I actually took your program and did three of them three virtues, mm-hmm. but took three months for each. And it right. allowed us the time to really, really, really spend time, not make me feel like, oh gosh, we're never, ever going to get right. to this, but it was a way, and and who didn't love stories, who didn't love the handwriting or the quote, and mm-hmm. we could use more of self-discipline or more of honesty or whatever mm-hmm. we were working on. And then we would rotate it through because I I, I do see from one of the questions, somebody's point, they're like, well, How does this work if you have multi-ages? And that is, you know, again, for us, it was a family thing. And even though it's K to six, the older ones, even when they take charge where they're reading aloud the story, Monica, you know, they're they're passing that on to the younger kids, but let them be in charge of story time, you know, once or twice a week. And we would rotate through. Three virtues one year, three the next, three the next, and then just rotate it back again. So we were covering them and all the children ended up covering all of them in like a four year period.
1: So. Right. That's, that's wonderful. I lo- I always, I'm so interested in hearing how different <laughs> people do it because that's exactly why I wanted it to be flexible. There's no right or wrong to, to using Pace, but, but it's, you know, you buy one manual. It's for all the kids. You only have to buy it once.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They can all use it, like you said. I mean, some of the sixth grade books could be used for older kids. Yes. Um, some of the stories and the moral compass are a little more challenging and the older kids can read that too. But the, po- the point is that the whole family is focusing on one the same thing at the same time exactly and that's that's really the most important
0: part so let's talk about the discussion because that is something that you mentioned you know how um that and then again I love that because it's you can't always assume that as a parent you actually even know like where to begin to ask questions and so I love (laughs) how you're helping mom out how did that come about the discussions well it just came about because when I was writing it
1: um I noticed that My kids were asking questions about the stories, but then we started. They started asking more generalized questions. Mm -hmm. Judging from the questions they were asking, I realized that they either weren't getting it, or they were, or they had more questions. And I started writing them down because I was like, "Oh, this is good." Um, Again, I I start. I wrote this. um, I wrote this program for my kids. It was just. It was a project for me. I had no intention of uh, doing anything else with it. I, I don't know why, <laughs> because I was putting so no. much in
0: right, just. But it's a, a work of love for your own children. It was a research thing. I,
1: it just, um, I, I don't know if you want to talk about this now or if you want to just talk about this. Yeah, go ahead. J- jump in. Well, well, what happened was I was homeschooling. I was new to homeschooling. It was like the mid 90s, and the Book of Virtues came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, my father said to me, You got to buy this book. I just read about it in the New York Times. You got to buy it. So as soon as it came out, I bought it and I started reading it to the kids. I said, we want another one. We want another one. They loved it. So then I was looking at it one night and I was like, well, you know, 10 virtues, 10 months, maybe, maybe I should focus on one virtue a month. And then, well, you know, I just thought about a book that's, that has a lot to do with honesty or whatever. So then I started saying, you yeah, know, next time you go to the library, I'm, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get that book or you know, a couple right. of books. Then I started bringing in the quotes and then I was like, well, the Bible is a perfect example of of all the virtues. So with Bible stories, so then I bring them in. So it was really just um, a collection of all, like basically my favorite things, (laughs) just putting them all together. And then as a teacher, you know, I I wanted to make a a lesson plan um, from this. I mean, that's what I was doing. So then I started saying, um, we really need to have, we need to have some discussion, like not set discussion periods. At that point, it wasn't even that set. But I knew that there was going to be a discussion component. But I've also I'm a big, big stickler for writing. I'm, I do not consider myself um, a particularly good writer. I always use an excuse that I studied so many languages in college I wasn't able to perfect English. <laughs> My excuse that I'm sticking with it. Um, so, I mean, I, you know, I'm a solid writer, but I'm not like a particularly creative or inventive one. And I really wanted my kids to be good writers. And I I, I focus so much on writing. So there, I knew there was going to be a writing section because. Yes.
0: Yeah, you know, so we didn't talk about that. So how, how, what what right, is the writing?
1: After yep. the books. And then the writing section. Quite a few. I mean, about 25 suggestions. And, um, for the younger kids, it's a lot like drawing, you know, draw, draw a picture of a dirty room, draw a picture of a clean room, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to make them not, you know, a lot of thought provoking, you know, not just, uh, you know, write, uh, the plot of this story every once in a while i will do that, but like compare and contrast. Cause that's a, that's a good exercise. Yes. Um, but I really like, for example, rewrite the story of, you know, um, the goose that laid the golden egg, Um, and write it in their in their own words. um, A lot of times I have commenting comment on this because Mm -hmm. it's starting to get them. They have to think it's not just looking at something and then copying. They have to actually think like, what are the most important parts when they're you know? So teaching them how to summarize, teaching them how to contrast and compare, teaching them how to comment. Um, make, make charts, things like that. So it's all different types of writing expression. Uh, so that, that one, that is obviously important.
0: And then I didn't add. The- Did you find some kids? And so that's, that's kind of, a, I love that Monica, you know, some kids um, absorb things in different modes, modalities. So um, being able to make concrete what you're hearing I imagine is hitting the brain very differently than and 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 internalizing this is that some of what's going on behind the writing
1: you know my kids are different uh learners you know they have different ways of approaching learning and then again with my background um teaching people from all the different continents you know and the way that education is Mm -hmm. done in in Africa as opposed to in South America as opposed to Europe in Asia very very different so i was always having to kind of in, like okay they're not getting it this way now i got to do it this way they're not getting it on the blackboards so you know i've got to present it in a different way so that that was a real advantage to me um being Well agency. that's
0: the beauty of having you know and one of the things i want to Really strongly emphasize to people is that you don't have to do every single thing that's in here, and I think that's the point of your being thorough is -hmm. because you have this wealth of experience to say that we can approach our children with the most important things, which are these: to become a virtuous person, our call to holiness. But do it in many different ways, in ways that best match our children. So right.
1: yeah, and the people awesome. are going to be using this from year to year. I wanted to have so much in there that they would always be able to find something new every year. Not that there's anything wrong with going back and repeating. I mean, the stories, oh my gosh, you can read them over and over again. But yes. I wanted there always to be something, something new and something different. Um, I didn't really add the enrichment activities until a little bit later. Uh, yes, and then that was just. That was just a ton of fun, you know, because I love. Um, so what are the enrichment? Go ahead and tell people. So, their, their music. so one of the things that I noticed was that um kind of came about a friend of mine um, who's godmother to one of my kids gave my son this book. I, I can't remember the name. It was a, it's a music book, very mm-hmm. kind of a simple piano book. um and it was it was like the traditional folk songs kind of things, you know, Pop Goes the Weasel and Oh, Susanna and those kinds of. And I thought, you know, I I, I always use my kids friends as guinea pigs. I'd say that I'd come over to play. Like, oh, do, you know what, do you know anything about Michelangelo? Do you know anything? Right. Are you familiar with this song? And they look at me like, what? And I thought, oh, we don't want to lose that. You know, we don't want no. to scrape the, Mul- the Mulberry Bush and all these different songs. These are important. Uh, important for, you know, for our children to learn learn them or relearn them or whatever. So I, that's, that is, uh, so I I wanted to make sure that, that we had those types of uh, kind of Americana uh, things in there. And then also like some, cla- I, I like classical music. I Everybody in my family plays the piano and stuff. Um, and then I have a song, you know, singing is always fun. Of course, it's a fun activity. So the classical
0: music, you can just go on your Spotify or YouTube and you can find that. And so that can be playing while you're having lunch and you're learning and then, you know, what does that
1: have to do with the virtue? Well, let's, let's you know, for example, I'm looking again at Giuseppe Verde, uh, who was a, a composer, an opera. You know, the the discipline that it took him. Well, he had a fascinating life if you look into his life. Yes, <laughs> but, um, yes. You know, so, of course, it takes a lot of discipline to to write music and to, um, you know, train. He had to train all those girls at the school. Correct, well, teaching then, them hmm, the right. strings. So if you, if you study his life and then singing is always fun and then art. So I, I give like four... Paintings, to yeah. look Because I I love that idea. I used to love. Well, my daughter's very artistic, so I'd be fascinated to see what she would see in a particular painting, as opposed mm-hmm. to what my son would see, and they would bring different things to it. Um, and then it's really really neat because they'll be they get older and they'll be like, "Hey, I was in this museum in Vienna, and guess what I saw? Get what painting I saw? It was one of the, you know, and right. that's it's so neat because.
0: You know, so that, it's laying that foundation of that exactly. ability to recognize, but then to see, see the messages behind that. Well, you know, Monica, one of the other areas, again, with character and virtue is, is music and art. And again, you know, when we talk about it, it's approaching the author of beauty and and how yeah. we touch ourselves, so it kind of stands to reason. I think that you, you're putting in art, music, and approaching you know uh, the virtues from that aspect as well, and so yeah. people could actually. Make that. I always love to say, "Count as school." It definitely oh. can count as school if yes. you're doing this. this count as school, Mom? Can this count kind of as school? I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's, that's true. I forgotten that. That's so why funny. do we always feel like that's cheating? And I'm saying like, no, that's yeah. central. That's absolutely central. they teachable, I, you know, moments. Teachable moments.
1: Least, so that you're yeah. Yes. So then there's there's a nature section, which is just you know, um building you know a birdhouse or, or you know for for perseverance or something like that and then just general activities i i happen to like movies so i i put a you know a movie in that the whole family can watch together oh, nice. and then i i end with a um this section with a memorization so like a, a some verses from the bible or a, a short poem and then uh how to practice the virtue the practical part Yes, so, I love
0: this. This yeah. is great, and this is how we can bring in the older kids as well. And and again, I always love having tag teaming older sibling with mm-hmm. younger sibling.
1: <laughs> yes. A lot more kids than I do. So that that was very must have been yeah a big big part for you for you. And that is great. I mean, that's exactly what I want. Is I want everyone working together mm-hmm. as a family doing this. Like I said, when if you live in a family where you know like the more traditional, where the father comes home at the end of the day and is sitting, at, you know, my family is traditional, except that my husband would come home and also cook. Very, very lucky. So yes. he'd be cooking and we'd be in the kitchen talking to him, sitting down at dinner and discussing these things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's you know, it, it kind of defeats the purpose of teaching right. the virtues if you don't say and now this
0: is how you do it practically in your life. Yeah. And that brings full circle back to your whole idea of being a good citizen. Okay. Because what we're now saying, we're going to bring this out into the world and it's for the good of the the world, the good of my family first and foremost, but the good of the world. Right. Yeah. That's right. beautiful. Because we want to give back. And that's what that's. Well, what. I know one of the things you talk about in here is these expected outcomes. So. We've discussed how important it is, so vital with character, for, you know, mm-hmm. and virtues. How we can actually practice this? We can make this natural in our family. What can we expect as a family if we actually, you know, go ahead and embark on on character and virtue of ed- education? Um, well, I think
1: we, yeah, we can expect. I mean, there's there there's a very basic <clears throat> correlation between good character and academic success, and that's that's been proven. Mm-hmm. you know the secular and you know religious whatever way you want to put it that's improving time and time again that's actually one of the reasons so many schools started doing character education in the in the classrooms they're like you know we need to get these kids controlled <laughs> we need yes. them to learn how to be more compassionate to each other and to be honest and not cheat and friendship and all that um because there right. is a, there's a direct there's a direct correlation so yes you' you're you're going to have you're going to have children who are going to be um, I mean, by the time if you use the the pace curriculum, you know, from kindergarten through six or however many years, your your kids will have been exposed to unbelievable amounts of literature. And it's called classic for a reason. You know, we have this beautiful wealth of inf- information, these, these beautiful works of literature. Right. And they wouldn't necessarily be exposed to them. Mm-hmm. So, so they they're, you know, obviously have that. They're going to have a lot more. I think what you what we really want for our kids is when they are on their own right. and They're with their peers and they're faced with a decision, they're going to make the right decision. Right. Because they've had all of these examples. You know, we were talking about why is literature so important? It's relatable. But think about it. What did Jesus do? Jesus yes. taught parables. He taught in parables. He told stories. If he just stood there every day and come out... Stood on top of a mountain and said, "Do this," and it just wouldn't have been the same. But exactly. he didn't do that. He taught in parables because people they were like, "This is this is great. We love this. This is relatable. These are people. we can
0: see ourselves and be the hero of that story." And I, and I do think people underestimate, especially teenagers. I really do believe that they want to be noble. They're looking and longing for that. But like you said, the world is bombarding them with this idea of just you know just fit in don't cause waves don't be that moral or the person that stands out from the crowd so you're saying this is going to help them make sound judgments if
1: even in the crowd to, when they have to because it's going to become habit and that's why it's so important to study that character education isn't and you know, I say it over and over again it's not it's not teaching facts it's it's teaching concepts so it's it's making them problem solve it's helping them come up like you know re, reading the story do you think this person did the right thing? Would you have done something differently? You ask Mm -hmm. those kinds of questions so that they start thinking about that. You know, why did they do that? Um, Well, what's wrong with that? You know, what's wrong with the decision they made? Well, let's talk about what's wrong with that decision. And then you're also building, you're building the time you're spending talking about these important things and kids know when it's something important. They know. They can tell just by the way you act. And, And also a big part of this is kids are imitating. They're, they're reading the stories. They're imitating the people. If you give them heroes to imitate, they will, they will imitate the heroes, which is one of the reasons I wrote the blue heroes. I ah, wanted
0: them. to oh. touch on that next. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So, because I, you know, pace, the pace manual stops at sixth grade and I was being asked over and over again, are you going to do something for older kids? Like <laughs> yes, yes, I will at some point got to get my kids through high school. And then, you know, <laughs> right. right. And then I finally, you know, I finally did it. But, um, If they're, you know, if they're going to have, but it's not, they're not just imitating what they're reading in the books. They're, they're watching us and they're watching the way we react to things. So if, if they're studying, if we're, we're, you know, we're talking about honesty and then you're running errands with your kids, which we're always doing when we're homeschooling, right. We're always taking a bath. And you know, you're, you're someplace, um, actually someone was just talking to me about this today. Someone, uh, my sister was saying that somebody gave her too much. Money mm-hmm. you know, and, yes, and and you stop and you say, no, um, you know, I think you made a mistake, and the the children are watching you. Um, in my in my case, how many times was I out with my kids, and we'd be standing in, in the post office and or in the line in the bank, and someone in front of me, their English wasn't quite enough to be able to communicate and the I know were right. Spanish speaking, and I would just excuse me can I help you? And I would translate for them. And my kids, you know, first couple of times, they'd be like, mom, yes, mom. what are you doing, mom? Why are stop you talking to the strangers Diving in there? And I'd be like, that is a compassionate thing to do for another person. I, if I, when I lived in Spain and I was fumbling, I liked it when someone came to my rescue, you know? Yes. So, I mean, little things like that, the way you, um, the way you are with your friends. Uh, my kids, oh, and to, to this day, my friends are like, you're the only person who sends me a birthday card. You mm-hmm. don't send birthday cards anymore. To me, that's, that's a big part of being friends with someone is to- Right. right. Friendship is be one like, of those exactly
0: virtues and learning how to put that into practice.
1: And, right. And, Get well yeah. cards. You know, my kids see me, thank you notes. I My kids knew if they got a present, they'd be like, yay. And I'm like, remember. That's- <laughs> <laughs> the thank you cards. There's that stack of thank you cards on your desk on Monday morning, after your yes. birthday party. Um, but you know all those things. They're watching us, so yeah. we're able to mimic. You know, and it, it, I just think the parents get a lot out of the out of the yeah. PACE program too, and reading these stories because it, right. it, it. That's why we do these things, and
0: it's so yes, well i always say homeschooling as part of my my own sanctification <laughs> purifying me and we okay. aren't a a work that is complete and perfected we're constantly absolutely. on our own journeys yes absolutely yes. yeah good well i wanted to you did mention about the other things that you um, we did touch upon, you know, uh, the discipline and the ages it can be done as a family, but, uh, what else have you written? I noticed maybe it was the lockdown or something, but in nine, in 2020, you got busy, Monica. So yeah, tell us about had, that. I also had
1: my son trapped in my house with me and that was a very <laughs> good thing because he's an editor, um, and, and very bright. So he was very helpful. So yes, together he and I wrote, um, Two, yeah, we wrote two. It's true. We were really busy last year. You're right. Yeah. So one um, is called "Read a Hero, Be a Hero," and that is for it's it's kind of geared fourth to sixth or seventh grade. And these are all stories, and they're um again foundational, uh, you know, foundational virtues. The same ten virtues. Yes. And for this, there are five um, short biographies of heroes, mm-hmm. from, from present time, from different continents, and so they'll read five. Again, they don't, you don't have to read all five. You can, you can do it you want. but it is, it is in workbook form <clears throat> and then there are generalized questions and then there are more specific questions. And then at the end of each chapter, it's kind of bringing them all together. And then there's a person from the community who oh. exemplifies the virtue. So wow. an ambulance driver, uh, I had to put a social worker in there. My daughter's a social worker. I had to put that mm-hmm. in, um, you know, police officers, whatever. And so it's, again, bringing the practical in. Yes, these people are heroes. So are so are the firefighters. So are the ambulance. Right, the, ambulance. Right. the people the, that
0: we interact with every day, that, that we see we in our neighborhood. Absolutely.
1: So that, and then that kind of grew into, okay, let's make it a little more uh, for the older kids. And so this uh, Heroes in History, Heroes at Home, recently renamed. So just in case anyone has already bought Oh, okay. <laughs> which is called class. And that's
0: more for your junior high kids. It's junior high. And it is
1: um, it is, it's like it says a pace program language arts workbook about heroes. And this is um two heroes per virtue, same ten virtues, much oh, nice. more in-depth. Um, much the vocabulary is is a big part of this because um I always liked when my kids were reading, you know, doing a workbook or reading something, and the vocabulary was more and more and more challenging. And then you could fit that in also like, oh, let's use right. some words. So very good vocabulary, very challenging exercises, a lot of, a right. lot of um uh, really, you know, problem solving and having to come up with your own ideas and writing and really familiarizing yourself with the new vocabulary. So it does have a lot to prepare the kids for, you know, the standardized tests and and, and writing more. Yes more elevated. And it is starred. So it has like a three, four and five star system so that maybe the seventh graders would read the stories that have the three stars and then they would build up to it. So yeah, that was, that was a really great. Well,
0: that, my goodness. So again, I, is that something they would do by themselves or it's something you yes, can, you that, yeah, that, is, okay. that that's more minute. self-paced. But I guarantee these,
1: the, the kids will want to <clears throat> talk to, to the parents about some of the people yeah. that read about, because they are, I tried to use people who weren't, uh common kind of everyday, you know, well, really well known heroes. There were some very uh very different people in there. Uh, they're also saints. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't have saints. I've got next, Max, next Million Colbey and
0: yeah, so
1: Vodular, one of my caves And uh um Mother Angelica
0: is in is in one of these. <laughs> i think
1: so cool. she's gonna be a right. saint. I hope.
0: Um, So I wanted to, one was, again, let's, I I saw some questions coming up. So some of them got answered in the time we, uh, when we were talking, but you know, you know, you and me, Monica, we can go forever with this, which is great, Um, but let's get to some of these questions. I'm going to read them through the chat. I think we already answered, is the program targeted a specific age, K to six, but somebody specific said, so if we didn't do it at K to six, and I have a high school, too late to start, so is this, would they jump then into the new books that you wrote with your high schooler, or? Uh, What I would do
1: with a high schooler is I would take the sixth grade section of the manual and read those stories and the books. I have quite a few books on the list that can definitely be read. And, and yes, I,
0: I agree. I definitely agree. And
1: uh, cause that. I mean that, again, that was a very difficult thing to decide because
0: yes. you, you,
1: know, you have seven kids, you know, on Correct. levels. Um, but I had to try to just put in something Balance for everything for everybody. Um, so if they start just and go through the program yeah, at the sixth want, grade level. You want to, you really want to get uh, the definition in the Bible. You know, you want to give that good foundation yes. and then they can go to to the heroes. But I would definitely, I would go through a year of just doing like the, the sixth yeah. grade.
0: Okay, so somebody, again, um, talked from um, the more, um, can you use the program repeatedly as children grow to deepen the virtues over time? And I think you were saying the power of repetition, habit forming. And that's exactly what I want people to do. I want them to use it year after year. (laughs) And then this one I really want to read. This is from Sandra saying, I'm a huge fa- fan of the program. I have a kindergartner son and a third grader niece who I homeschool together. They asked to have virtue time as soon as we are done with morning baskets. They like to stories, the activities in the workbooks, and it's an amazing program that fits perfectly into our Catholic homeschool. Thank you, Monica. So you oh, need to, yeah, yeah. That's, really Yay. Yay. that's <laughs> so true. true. So she talks about morning time and that is something, I, I don't know if, if you're aware, um, you know, we had Jen McIntosh come mm-hmm. and speak to us about morning time, Pam Barnhill, they have programs. It is a great way to do multi-ages and to make the family learn together. And as you were talking, I thought, brilliant, this is exactly it. It's kind of a made-to-order morning time curriculum. You literally can put your morning time together from your book, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I is, that from people because I, uh, Morning basket, morning time wasn't big back when I was homeschooling. Yes. And oh. and again, Jen's a homeschool mom, you know, and she came mm-hmm. up with it out of, you know, what is it? Necessity is the mother of invention, you know? Everyone's like everyone. you
1: doing this morning basket I'm hearing about it and they're all telling me oh we're doing we're doing pace during morning and I'm like okay okay (laughs) yes and yeah and so
0: it's that idea that we gather together as a family in the morning and we we center on certain usually a read aloud and usually something that we all together are traveling as a journey Mm -hmm. and and what better way than character virtue and living it and moving together so Mm -hmm. um how long should we spend focusing on each lesson and is something in the manual guide you or tell us how to teach each virtue. So I think we kind of covered that, but anything else? If you want, Um, if you want to make it a very
1: specific time period, then I suggest using the workbooks because that'll that'll dictate, you know, the time. And I and I think I I think I say in the introduction, it should only take about 15 minutes a day with the mm -hmm. workbooks. But the thing is you just don't know. You don't know if you if you're reading a story to the kids. Start asking a lot of questions and then you open up the manual and you find a couple. You have no idea. it might, right?
0: And, and, you know, that's such a great point, Monica, because, you know, one of the things is moms and you say lesson plans and teacher, you know, we underestimate the ability for us to have, give ourselves permission to go off road. OK, you know, and that sometimes the most incredible, important lessons were when we were off-roading. And it's just because and again, I, I even in science lessons or whatever. But what again, better things you're reading the story about a virtue and the children now want to hear more of that story or more about that saint. Take the time. I think
1: exactly. Yeah. I would never want them to cut that um, cut that off because I mean, I remember, you're right. It takes such a long time. Um, and especially for, I think someone who has a background in teaching, like I did, you know, yes. it was just these 45 minute increments, like get it done in 40 minutes because the bell going to ring and you got, and then I was like, wait a minute. I I can I can take more time. This is my
0: right. Right. I you have autonomy here. I can do well, it. you said set the pace, you know what I mean? Yes. And really you take it to heart. Pace yes. it with your children's own pace, your family's right. pace. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Good, good. All right, let's see. Um, we have some more quotes again. I'm really enjoying this. Thank you, Monica. This is a blessing. Thank you. Another quote from um, I love this program. Use it with my four and a half year old we do a virtue a month and go over it once a week during circle time. So my daughter has been saying, try, try again all month.
1: Oh, I love it's it. It's so cute. It's so cute.
0: It's really great, really great. I have to tell you some of the best
1: um, emails I've ever gotten. One was, I think it was 2019. Uh, this woman was writing back and forth to me and she wrote me this email and I, I, I definitely teared up. She said, my son's never wanted to read until we started your program. Mm -hmm. Now as the daughter of a reading specialist who, you know, that's all my father talked about. And Mm -hmm. my father's 93. He's still reading. My father has macular degeneration, has a really hard time reading. Now he has a machine that, that magnifies everything because the man is he's such a reader, you know, he's never going to stop. And so that's what I grew up with. And for this woman to say that my pro my program Made readers out of her two sons. Oh my gosh! And what wow. what wow. an incredible right. reward for me. And That's another great. thing I'd, I wanted to share. Um, yes. And it's actually on my I think it's on one page of the of, at the on the website, but people probably don't get to that page. Um, is it one of the testimonials? Is oh, about five years ago now. One one woman wrote to me. She has a prison ministry with her husband, and they're using PACE in their prison ministry. Wow. I was blown away when I heard that. I'm like, oh my gosh, Pace is in prison. This is awesome. So what they do is they do a literature-based program and they took the books that they're using and they fit them in, they obviously weren't on my list because they were for adult men. Correct. And They took those books, they figured Correct. out which uh, virtue to match it up with and then used my manual to define, do the Bible because it's it was a religious you know, ministry. They're, I think they're Protestant and she said that the conversations, they, they wanted to memorize the poems. the oh, sure. sure. She said the conversations that came out of it were unbelievable. And then when they would have their families visit, the, the, the fathers would say, I want to read your story. And they would read. I know. I was I was like, I have to say, when I started writing Pace and never could have possibly
0: dreamed that there'd be a prize right. in this country that would be using my program. <laughs> That's okay. But again, that shows the beauty, Monica, of our, again, the beauty of our Lord giving us. The, yeah. the wealth of virtues, understanding how fun, foundational it is, how much it is about, uh, you know, our growing in ourselves, our closeness to the divine, closeness, you know, in terms of exemplifying, you know, Jesus to all we meet on this earth. So it, it's, that is really a moving story. It's it's really great, this day, so.
1: You know, I'll be, I'll be in adoration and I'll be reading something and I'll be oh, that would be Oh, I can't put it in the book. The book's already <laughs> that'd be perfect for pace. That'd be perfect. I mean, I'm always seeing things and reading things. Oh, now that right. would fit in beautiful. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh, well, you could start, we would start a little virtue club in our community if you want to ever do that. And people talk. And I'm sure you get all those stories. And I think that's the beauty you said too, is use it the way that's best fit for your family. And everybody is, is finding that uniqueness. It has that flexibility. Well, this, yeah, um,
1: one of the things that's happened recently is just this past year, um, I, I, reached, I started reaching out to a couple of Catholic schools. And just for the heck of it, I decided to reach out to the principal of my grade school in Syracuse, New York. Mm-hmm. Right? I spent the first nine years of my life. Um, and I heard back from this woman, and they're using PACE. And when I told my parents, they were they were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, you know, so like I went to this school up until fourth grade and now my program's being used there. Um, I haven't been able to get back to meet her and see it in action because she's been sending me pictures of the posters they've made and the, you know. Oh, the, sweet. And so Great. as soon as I'm allowed to travel, I'm going to Syracuse because
0: <laughs> I really That's, to. oh, wow, well, Monica. Wow. Well, wow. Well. On that note, I want to thank you, thank you so much. What a blessing. I do have another quote from Dee. She says, thank you, Monica. It's something that I've been looking for. It sounds like a great program. I'm looking forward to incorporating it. I want to uh, let everybody know uh, that they, how how can people get in touch with you, Monica? Um, All right. So the
1: the website I guess I should have had it written somewhere. But.
0: It's in the chat, but we will definitely put it on the community with our replay. And it's actually pretty simple, isn't it? Catholicpace.com. So yep. Catholicpace.com. Catholicpace.com.
1: Um, if you put Monica's speech, and that's that's E-A-C-H, like peach, because um, a lot of people yes. spell it the other way. If yes. you put Monica's speech and character education, it's, it's going to come up. Yes. So.
0: Yes, it you does. And that's know. wonderful. Well, good. And people can always reach out to us at, uh, you know, info at catholic homeschoolconference.com or myself, Paola. Um, Reach out to me if you want to find anything more. I'm sure I'll pass on messages to Monica. But again, I want to thank you so much. It's not only been informative. It's been inspiring, encouraging, and I just wanted to thank you again, Monica. Um, I did want to uh, just mention to the community, number one is this is being recorded. We're going to post it on our YouTube channel, which is called Catholic Homeschool. Surprise, that's the name. (laughs) That's also our Instagram, uh, Catholic Homeschool. And uh, so this way, do share it with friends, family. Uh, Monica's mission, her passion has been a blessing to my family, to so many hundreds of families and I know it will be to your family as well. Um, I wanted to also just have people save the date. Um, May 19th to the 22nd will be the next big Catholic homeschool conference. We're super excited. We've got Kimberly Hahn, Laura Berkwest, um, Sarah McKenzie, Pam Barnhill, all all the speakers, uh, Danielle Bean. They're all coming live as well as we have 40 pre-recorded talks. So that's not something that uh, people are going to want to miss. One of our big categories is character and virtue because it is that important and that central. So thank you. On that note, uh, I I just, again, so glad I could see you in in person. We'll have to meet somewhere physically. You're the first person to call me and say,
1: hey, I want to, I want to sell, sell your program out of my catalog. And that was so exciting for me.
0: I remember getting off the phone with you and calling my family and being so excited. So great. So great. Good. So happy. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you, everybody. Have a beautiful day and a beautiful rest of the Lent. God bless.